a year. And a Patriots staffer told me early in the week, Brady walked into the facility and said, and I quote, I am the baddest mother on the planet. Back to you, There you have it, folks. This Sunday, my boy Tom Brady is back in action for the ninth time in the Super Bowl, and I could not be more confident in it, boys. Let's hear what you think. It's getting kind of old. (laughs) Same freaking dude in the Super Bowl every year, but flip a coin and... Yep. Half the time is giving me Tom Brady in there. Mm-hmm. But you got to respect him. That's tough to do. I mean, any, I mean, any sport making, especially the Super Bowl, what is this? Three, two, year, two years in a row. This is three years three straight years, for yeah, Brady. Three years straight. And obviously, he's been to what? This is nine, nine? total. Yep. Jeez. Nine of the last 18 years. So 50% of the time he's in the Super Bowl, <laughs> which is nuts. But. I think it's going to be a really good game, um, regardless. But I do think the Patriots are going to squeak it out uh, in the end. But I, I think my prediction is I think Goff will have the ball at the end of the game, but I think I think he throws a pick or, or something, I think. I think it's going to be like – I think it will be like 27-23. That's my prediction. What do you guys think about the big line movement? It started at – Rams a minus one, I think, or plus one, whatever, and jumped all the way up to Pat, Pat's minus two and a half. Yeah. And I was I, very yeah. surprised that they were even an underdog to start. I was, I mean, it's it's Tom Brady and the Patriots. I mean, they're not they're not new to the Super Bowl, and obviously the Rams are. So I I was surprised about that. I don't know. I don't. As a Patriots fan, I don't like it because normally the result goes against the money. That's yeah, what I was just going to say. Vegas doesn't lose too often. It's like the first thing you learn when you start gambling is whenever the line goes one way, that's what Vegas wants you to bet on. Mm-hmm. So not not something you want to see as a Patriots fan, but I was also surprised they opened as, um, I don't know, as a dog yeah. just because everyone kind of thought that the Rams got – essentially handed that game so i was shocked they came out as a as a favorite but i think i think two and a half is a good line i mean i my prediction is i think page i'll give you right now i think it's 34 27 new england okay wow it's your ears come back to me (laughs) (laughs) oh baby but i i like to see that two and a half because i mean hopefully we get to see a good game i don't want to see a a blow i mean this is the best this is the best day of if you're a sports fan. So I mean, this is pure. This is four hours of just pure entertainment, and between the games, obviously the commercials too. I mean, it's it's just I don't know. You just look forward to it. I don't want to see a blowout. I don't want to see a bad game. What I really don't want to see is someone getting get an injury, like someone important, like Brady or Golf, because then that would just yeah, would just ruin the whole game. I don't know. Brian Hoyer was primed for this moment. So. <laughs> I think it's interesting now that. You know, they said it last week with Brady and Mahomes, maybe a passing of the torch moment. I think maybe even some more win the Super Bowl with Belichick and McVay. You know, the best young mind out there and Mm -hmm. the guy who's done it for, what, 18 to 20 years in a row. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting. The offensive guy versus versus the brightest defensive guy we've had in a while. Right. Be interesting. I want to hear your final right now. Man. No more time. Oh, Face man. the music, baby. Let's go. <laughs> oh. Tell me the Rams are going to win. I want to hear it. You know, we go to UNO. So, 
Naturally, I'm gonna put it on Greg the leg. Okay. The guy, the guy's got an opportunity to sink another fifty yarder, mm-hmm. and he hits it. Thirty-one twenty-nine Rams. Oh, I like it. If there's one person that does scare me in this game, it is Greg, Greg the leg. I'm telling you, it that guy's a Greg the leg. I mean, have you ever had a Super Bowl where the kickers <laughs> are gonna be this good? That's the thing that scares me. Is especially in a dome. You know, they'll send Greg out for a 65-yarder. It doesn't matter. Anything dude, under right. 70, they're going to send him that, out to try it. That 57-yarder he kicked was thing, good from 70. That thing was good from maybe 74, <laughs> 75. Like, it was three-fourths of the way up when it crossed, and I was like, wow. That's tough. That's about all we got today, folks. So, hope you enjoy the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. I've, 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 been, I've been told we have a lot of prop bets to go over oh, for this boy. game, yes, too. Indeed. So, you know, five minutes in, you got our final scores and our winners, but luckily for you, there's about 50 different props you can take. So, I say we just start spitting them out here. Mm-hmm. Starting with the coin toss. Heads. Not a big coin toss guy. Heads. Every year, heads. Tails. Oh, yeah. What, what are the numbers on that? Is it? It's like minus 110. Is it? Yeah. So if you're in Vegas, you know, you got a 50-50 shot there. You got yeah. a 50-50 shot with any bet you make pretty much <laughs> when you think about it. Yeah. But you, I mean, science tells you, 50-50 shot. But tails never fails, folks. You got to go tails. Who, who wins the coin toss? Who wins the toss? Hmm. Well, here's the thing. It's going to be tails. And if they send, or if the Patriots get to call it, they're going to pick heads. So the Rams win the toss. Defer, Patriots go down and score first. All right. I was looking at this one earlier. If I can pull it up here. My favorite bet of the Super Bowl, honestly. All right, let's hear it. The over-under for the National Anthem. Yes. We got Gladys Knight singing it, 108 seconds, 108 and a half. What do we think, over-under? They're absolutely cheating, Gladys. They're underplaying her ability. I was gonna say, isn't to Gladys notes. older? Yeah, she's gonna, I was gonna hold say, those she's notes. She's gonna go slower. I don't think mm-hmm. she's gonna be Russian. Well, here's here's the thing with last year. Last Pink, Pink sang it last, last year. Last year, Pink yeah. sang it with the flu. Okay, so she went a good eight seconds under. So they're trying to overcompensate for that this year. Gladys doesn't have any known illness. Gladys is going over 113 seconds. Take the over. Campbell. Uh, well, I took the over last year, so I ain't gonna let that happen again. So I'll <laughs> take the under. I'm with I'm with Jake. I'm going over. Glad night's older, no no illness. Yeah. So, over. Yeah. All right. And I think the prop bet that really catches my eye is um is the MVP. I I think if if the Rams win, if the Rams win. Like obviously, if, if they don't win, none of the Rams will win the MVP. Obviously, but I think, I think C.J. Anderson is a really valuable, Good value, yeah. valuable uh, MVP pick. Let me pull it up. I can't remember what. He's at plus two thousand. Yeah, I mean, hey, you throw ten dollars on it, you you just won yourself two hundred bucks. Like, yeah. and I I think, I mean, they've been kind of leaning on him. Who's your the value pick there? Do you have one? I mean, I like C.J. Anderson, but, you know, I would think if the Pats win, it's got to be Brady. Yeah. Oh, so, sure. I mean, the only way you're going to get value here is maybe if you pick a Rams player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I don't know if 
Zerline's on there or not. He but is. Plus 6,000. <laughs> after what he did versus the Saints, yeah. two clutch field goals. Like, know, dude. Has a kicker ever won the Super Bowl? Oh, no. I, I doubt. <laughs> but, I mean. <laughs> it could be the year if there ever was one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, the yeah, like you said, it's if it's the Patriots, it's probably going to be Brady. He's won yeah, he's, yeah. No four of the five. The only year he didn't was Deion Branch yeah. won it. So the only way I could see otherwise is if Sony Michelle that's what just dominates yeah. on the ground. Or honestly, any one of the running backs because Burkhead <clears throat> had three touchdowns mm-hmm. in the AFC mm-hmm. Championship. Because there's no way if I don't think any of the wide receivers would get the MVP because obviously Brady's throwing to him. So yeah, they would have to have. A I'll say, big I think game. your best value there is Edelman at plus thirty five hundred. Yeah, and. I mean, even you. S- yeah, but still, you might as well. Yeah. I mean, Edelman's well, had good Super Bowl performances and hasn't yeah. won. Well, the so. Atlanta one, he made that ridiculous catch. Yeah, and still didn't get yeah. it. So I mean, in Atlanta too, James White had a pretty great game that game and didn't get it too. So it's mm-hmm. like you know, <laughs> I think you got to go Brady there if you're going to go with the Patriot. But so for that, I'll take Brady because I, I think the Patriots are going to win. I can't see it being anyone but Brady if they do. So. Mm-hmm. I'd be the only one I would touch there. Any other props that catch your eye? Because, man, I was looking at them earlier, and I saw one. It was total sacks in the game. I don't know. For some reason, I like uh, like under three and a half in in that category because I don't think they're going to sack Brady because Brady's just yeah. – he just gets the ball – gets rid of the ball quick and – I don't know. I just feel like McVay will make sure that Goff doesn't get an opportunity to get, to get sacked. So I, uh, I'm taking the over there. You are. I go exactly four sacks. Okay. Brady even I, I Brady said in his, that's the thing. Brady recognizes that they're gonna get after him, but in Jacksonville, Fowler had a way of getting to Brady, and then just with Donald and Sue, I don't know. I think they get to Brady twice, and I think the Patriots get to Goff twice. I think. For me, the most interesting prop bets out there are the ones on Todd Gurley because in the NFC Championship, you really didn't see much from him there. So, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they're kind of holding him back. Maybe the injury, injury is a little more serious than they're making known because they pretty much leaned on C.J. Anderson that yeah. <clears throat> whole game. But fifteen car- or 14.5 carries over under and 68.5 yards – Dude, for some reason, I like the under. That's what I'm carries. saying. Yeah. I mean, that's I a lot so of too. carries, especially with CJ Anderson yeah. being so hot. So, I mean, I would say under on both of those, honestly. Yeah. I'll tell you, one of my value plays I like is first touchdown of the game James Devlin. If they get the what's, ball down to the one, plus 1,700. Oh, boy. Get the ball down to the one. I think they. That's a prime time that yeah. they give it to Devlin. They're going to utilize him this game. What's what's uh what's Gronk at? Gronk's plus three fifty. It's mm-hmm. Sony at two hundred, and then down from there's Edelman, Gronk, James White, Burkhead, Hogan. James White ain't a bad play either. No, he's plus four fifty. I didn't think Burkhead was oh. either at plus six hundred. Hmm. Brady on a sneak plus twenty five hundred. <laughs> I don't know. Well. <laughs> happened C- before. C.J. Anderson's rush yards is over under 42 and a half. Really? I feel like that's a trap bet. Yeah. Because everything about that tells me over, but maybe maybe it goes back to Gurley. I don't know. That, one, this, that whole Rams backfield might be something to just stay away from. I agree. 
You never so know. much unknown there. They're gonna ride the hot hand, whoever it is. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I mean, if you're, if you're, in my opinion, if you're to have the safest bet, pretty much guaranteed money, it's Brady wins MVP. I think we can all agree on, mm. which is plus one hundred five. Um. But like I, like like we said, if obviously if the Rams win, it ain't gonna happen. The one that jumps out to me, another one for value. I know it's like you're you're probably risking a lot here because it's generally unlikely. But I like game is tied at halftime. Patriots win the game. That's plus one thousand. You could see that being like a seventeen seventeen game at half. Mm-hmm. Patriots go out what's, and win. What's Rams halftime and Patriots win game? Plus four hundred. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's just because I feel like that. <laughs> Here's another. They know fun how much one. that happens. Mm-hmm. What color is the Gatorade bath going to be? Is it, isn't it yellow or clear mm, or any cool. other color? Yeah, it's yellow or clear, plus 120, any other color, minus 160. Go any other color. Both teams got blue. Uh, I guess the Rams got some yellow in them. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I just, I based off both teams got I blue. Feel like it's a, I feel like in the past, a lot of the years, it's been orange. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'd go any other color. Uh, I'd have, I'd have to. to agree. <laughs> First turnover of the game. Interception, fumble, no turnover. I'd say interception. Yeah. I think it's fumble. What's what's no turnover? Plus seven hundred. <laughs> Which is interesting because interceptions minus one forty, fumbles plus one forty, no turnovers plus seven hundred. I could see this being a clean game. I, I could too. I mean, it's it does hard tough. Because I don't. Th- Here's the thing: is I don't think either running back is coughing up the ball, but Fowler is pretty good at poking the ball away. I know I keep going back to Fowler. I could see Fowler coming up with like a strip sack yeah. on Brady. What do you think of Stephon Gilmore? Or yeah, Stephon Gil- St- Stephon <laughs> Gilmore. Sorry. Uh, what do you think about him? An interception or not? Interception is plus four fifty. No is minus seven hundred. I don't know. I'd, I'd say interception because he's going to be on, I'm guessing, Robert Woods yeah. is on this set, and they're going to try to go over the top. I know at least once, especially if this turns into a shootout. I think so. For sure. It depends. It's interesting to see. I'm assuming he's going to be on Robert Woods. I could see them moving him over to Cooks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I um, think if – is there one for – McCordy interception. Yeah, that's Devin obviously not Jason. <laughs> that is just saw it. Oh. No, I guess there's just one for him to uh or to bet his tackles over okay. under. Oh my gosh. I wonder if this is the first time two twins have ever played in the Super Bowl together. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know NFL history that much, I guess. <laughs> but I know this is Jason's first year with the Patriots. so mm-hmm. And he's never made it to a Super Bowl before. So the first sure. time that I can think of in my yeah. lifetime. I never heard anything about it. But All right. I want to give a, a quick uh, little piece of advice that has personally burnt me in the past. Uh, just looking through all these bets, don't get lost yeah, in the sauce. <laughs> because, I mean, you can put five ten dollars $10 on just about everything and – be down a couple hundred bucks oh yeah real fast so i mean i'd pick out a couple things that you like a handful maybe but 
pick the pick the valuable bets. Don't don't pick the minus one twenties. Like you know a, those yeah, yeah those a, honestly probably aren't worth it. Yeah, get like it. Find a plus four fifty something. I don't know. Go on down to the Vegas books. Slap that money down and walk away a winner. That's all you got to do. It's easy money this Just weekend. pick the right bet. Yeah, it's gonna, easy. Yeah. It's I'm, easy. I don't know why more people don't do it. I'm going to make a pretty bold prediction. I'm going to say for Gronk's receiving yards, receptions, and longest reception, I'm going to go over on all of them. So he's going to be over 49.5 yards, over 3.5 receptions, and over... 20 and a half on his longest longest reception. I think okay. he's going to go over on all of those. I think Gronk has a big game and then he retires. They're going to have to use him. Yeah. They have no chance at winning this game if they don't use Gronk. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, <laughs> it's a pretty athletic Rams defense. You know what you're going to get out of their secondary. Yep. And who else are you going to feed the whole game? Edelman? Yeah, and then Hogan's been MIA. Yeah. <laughs> Hogan's MIA. You might hit Dorsett. Dorsett might get open. James White is going to get his yeah. dump offs. He'll get 12, 13 receptions. What's, for, his, what's his reception over under? If it's anything under nine. Yeah, dude, if it's like seven, I like a lot. Yeah. Because that is. And that's the thing, too, with anything with rush yards oh. this game for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. It's hard to. Ooh. You know, rely on anything in their rush game because that is their rush game half the time. Okay, so yeah, his receptions is five and a half. Oh my, that's <laughs> I think that's a over gimme over is minus one eighty though. Wow, I so, I do that. I mean, I, I think it's too. a gimme. Yeah, I think he has that's, ten. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they're gonna have to do to move the ball. I feel like um, there's another bet I found that I like. A roughing the passer penalty, whether there will or won't be one, plus fifty five, plus one fifty five, for there will be one, minus one ninety four there won't. And I mean, I think That's with, you know, the pass rushers that yeah. L A has, yeah. I, I would I would definitely take the will be yeah. roughing the pass. And the Patriots got one last That's week. That's what I was gonna say. So, we do have Brady. I mean, anything close that flag's getting thrown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And they got, like, the Patriots got one called on them, too, last week, right? Going I mean, low. Yeah, so, yeah. especially, yeah, with the whole going low thing, like, players are going to be trying to make plays. The only thing on that is, though, I just don't see, I don't see the Patriots doing that again because they're just so disciplined. They don't, I mean, aren't they the least penalized team in the NFL yeah. or whatever? So, yeah. I mean, they're just so disciplined. I don't, the only way I can see that happen is, is if Sue does something. That's what I thought. <laughs> Which is, it sucks to say, but it's kind of the truth. I don't know. Like you said, just like scrolling through, seeing everything that like the sports books put yeah. out for this, it's like you could honestly. I think every single final score possible to you can put yeah. into it's honestly insane. I want to know how much Vegas makes oh, on so much. average on Super Bowl so Sunday. Much, yeah. Um, what would you say your prediction was the final score? I got thirty four twenty seven pets. So that I'm gonna see what the odds for that is. They don't have it out. Nothing for 34 to 27. Really? They have the closest I could get to that is 34, 23, 34, 29, 34, 30. Oh, maybe not. Maybe I'm just missing it. You got to be. That's that's a pretty common score. That's so I, I said too. New England, 27, oh, 23. Is that under contest Ooh. props? Jesus. Yeah. 
Oh, no, that's LA to win 34-27. Um, I feel like I'm going to get low value. You got 34-28. I don't want 34-28. 34-27 plus 6,000. No. Wow. So, Dude, yeah. That, how is that plus 6,000? I mean, if you want to make it, if you <laughs> wander on down the sports books, slap 100 down on that, you'll walk away with 6,000. You can thank me later. Easy money. <laughs> Speaking of easy money, Barstool took a lot of my money this week with putting out Patriots gear. <laughs> Very disappointing about it. When do the Greg the Leg shirts come out? <laughs> I want one of those. You know what I'd love to do? I would have loved to do this around campus this week, too. Just go around and ask random people That'd where be, they thought Greg Zerline went to college. That would, I guarantee that you. Why didn't we think of that? I guarantee you under 5% would have said <laughs> UNO. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, even, even dudes. Like, yeah, yeah, no. exactly. No, I was in, I, I like, a night class on Tuesday, and our teacher said something about, at least we got, like, two former Huskers in there, and I was like, a former Maverick in there, too. And everyone's like, oh, no way. And I was like, yeah, Greg the leg, baby. Heck, do you even think uh, uh, Trev Alberts knew that he went to the UNL? Uh, I, mean, I would he, hope so. I would hope so, too. But, <laughs> geez, I, would I, hope know. So. I didn't know until mm-hmm. someone told me. I was like, oh. Anything else we want to talk about in the Super Bowl here? Now's the time. I mean, here's, here's how I foresee the game going to start. I think the Patriots get the ball first. They go down and score. I think the Rams fire back and are up at halftime. I think they're up at the end of the third quarter. Brady leads a drive. I'm going to go with what you said. I think Brady leaves a drive, leads a drive to go up. Whatever. Say Seven. he say he goes up, yeah. All right, I think he ties it up, whatever it may be. Ties it up early in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Patriots get a stop. Brady gets it back. Touchdown drive. Balls in Goff's hands to go try to tie the game up with. I don't know. Minute minute 45, minute thirty yeah whatever. minute forty five minute thirty and here's the thing I think this is going to be a game too where you saw um, the Eagles pull out all their tricks against. The Patriots last year. This is a game where McVay, you talked about it earlier in the week, Colin. Like, McVay's going to have something up his sleeve. They're gonna either going to go for two or something to try to give themselves that edge. And I think this is going – I think – my I want this to happen, and I'm just going to make a prediction here. I think this is going to be one of the greatest Super Bowls, like, in history, like, for just action-packed. Because if it was anything like the games last – well, not last week. Yeah, last weekend. Yeah. Well, two weekends ago, whatever. But I just think if if it's anything like those two games, it's going to be a fun, fun Super Bowl. And I hope it, I hope it is because, I mean, you got two great coaches, two good quarterbacks going at it, obviously. And I'd love to see – I'd love to see like a – would you rather see a, a shootout, like a fourth quarter where there's like four yes. touchdowns scored? Or would you rather see like a 20 – 17 game comes down to a field goal whatever with these two teams i'd rather see the shootout yeah, yeah i agree i would too i don't like the rams odds in that but i think the the more it becomes a shootout the more opportunity there is for Goff to throw an interception mm-hmm. and i think that's going to be what changes the game and swings it for the patriots but, i feel i feel like Goff is the biggest wild card in this game if if he's sharp and hits a lot of his passes you know i think i mean the rams 
could run away with it and just as easily the other way if you know if he played how he did towards the end of the regular season then the Patriots could pick him off two or three times and it could get ugly the other way so it just blows my mind how this the script is so flipped from like the middle of the season middle of the season people were riding off the Patriots like a first round exit or second round no chance they're back the Super Bowl and at that time, I think the Rams were still undefeated. Yeah. Lock. Yeah. Everyone's favorite to win the Super Bowl. Now here you are in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Patriots are there, and they're a two-and-a-half-point favorite. It's like this Rams team is still, in my opinion, the most talented team in football. <laughs> they had a bad stretch to end the season, but they're back here in the Super Bowl for a reason. Like I hope people realize this is a very good yeah. team. And, and in Mc- recent years. McVay is not going anywhere anytime no. soon. They're going to be in the Super Bowl hunt for the next, as long as he's the coach, yeah. for the next hell, 25, 25 years. Yeah. I mean. I think you have the most talented defense in the league, the best running was, back in the league, and I will i don't know if I'm biased or not, but the second best coach in the league behind Belichick, yeah, no, in, in my opinion, right now. It's, that's, that's a fact, I'd say. Um, I think the, there's others that are up there as well. But. What really... Um, Shoot, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, crap. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> that happens. Man. I was, I was happens. just thinking to myself just now, this might be the most, like, talent-wise, the talent, most talented defense the Patriots have seen all year. Yeah. As far as, like, names, you know, contracts. Like sure. Aaron Donald, Akeem Tlaib, Sue. I mean. And the, that's the thing is I don't know. You never know what you're going to get out of the Patriots in the Super Bowl because the last time they played a defense that was kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say this talented, but like playing this well heading into the Super Bowl was probably the Falcons and couldn't get more than three on the board mm-hmm. until about two minutes left in the third quarter. So it worries me what they're going to come out with just because other teams have had talent against Brady, but this time – you mix talent with coaching, and it becomes dangerous. Let's talk about how the Rams' um, front office took this season. Like, they went all out, which is – I think Le'Veon Bell said it too. He said that's the way to do it, and I totally agree because you got a quarterback who's on a rookie contract. Um, Gurley – well, Gurley just signed the biggest deal, I think, ever, right, mm-hmm. as for running back. And they went all out. They went and got, like, Tlaib or whatever – um, Marcus Peters got a bunch um, of veterans on yeah. the defense, and they went all out. And I mean, it obviously paid off. And I think that's the way to do it. I biased. I'm biased here. I would. I would really like Dallas to do that because you got Dak in his still on his rookie contract. Zeke. I don't know if you'll if they'll sign him in the off season, but you they need to go. They need to do exactly what the Rams yeah. did. It's that's a, the only. Yeah. It's a league where you can't play for the future. Oh, for, yeah. If you have the chance to win now, go win now. Yeah. And that's why I think the Chiefs are going to go sp- spend big money too. Like, You still have Mahomes on his rookie deal, so I think they're going to go spend big. Is Tyreek Hill win now. still on his uh, um, I think deal? so. Maybe Kelsey too. Kelsey's, Kelsey's going to get paid. He'll get yeah. paid, yeah. He might have already got He's not extended. on his rookie deal, but he's on. He, I know he's not on like a big, a high-level deal, I don't think. But, yeah, that's the way to do it. And, obviously, Brady sets the standard for taking a pay cut every year, too. I mean, yeah. he sacrifices a lot to win, which is, I think, what 
a lot of players should do, but they're greedy and they want the money. But would you rather have a lot of money or would you rather have a lot of Super Bowls? That's, that's like what I'm Brady. saying. I mean, I mean, Aaron Rodgers took the money and look, he can't stay healthy. Yeah. He His team can't win games. And I mean, that goes to show you like, they when gonna, they lock up all that money on yeah. you, I mean... They aren't going to be able to get the big not, free yeah. agents like the Rams did. The you know? the people in the front office aren't going to be able to help you when uh-huh. you do that, so... And it doesn't help when you're, I mean, not easy to coach, too. No. And that does not make it an attractive place to go, so... As, I mean, you hear all this buzz around... Like the Patriots aren't fun to play for. I don't want to go there, and it's like, well, it it's a business. So you is know winning, that is winning yeah, not fun. The NFL's not. Yeah, it's not fun time. It's not. Hey, who wants to come here and have fun? I mean, it's a business. Mm-hmm. The goal is to be the last team standing, and and I mean, Lane Johnson said it too. He's like, yeah. I would rather have a lot of fun than win Super Bowls. That's I mean, fine. That's about <laughs> the as a competitor. That's about the dumbest comment you could ever make because. Yeah. Isn't the goal? Yeah, the goal of the game is to win. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if it's if it's all about money for you, then you're, I mean, you're making a lot of money. But I I just don't think that's the way to approach life in general. No, kind of getting deep there, but <laughs> I mean, you got to do what makes hap- makes you happy, and that's winning games. Yeah, like what Brady does. I'm, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't like that comment either. I mean, great team to get remembered. So. Yeah, there's just there's just not a lot to yeah. whole like about and that comment. And a lot of these guys, they're making really stupid financial decisions too. And it's like, you're making all this money now, great, but if you're buying, if you're buying Lambos and Bugattis, like that money, that money's gonna go by yeah. so fast. And I mean, Gronk does it the right way too. I mean, he he only lives off his endorsement deals. Yeah. So like. He's saving a lot of money, which is good because I mean his career is going to be over by the time he's well he's twenty nine right now. Yeah. So and if you're listening to this thinking that's dumb, like that's not true, go watch, go look up ESPN thirty for thirty films broke. That'll show you everything like you want to see about like what seriously happens to some of these athletes. Oh yeah. Where they get in, that money goes straight to your head. You start tossing it out to family, all these people that you think are with you and stuff. Buying all these houses, houses yeah. in Florida. Your financial County. advisor screws you, yeah. and you're literally broke five years out of the league. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, that yeah, I mean, it's it just it sucks because I mean yeah, it, when you're when you're young, you're 23, and you see all that money, it's like very tempting obviously to spend all that money and i hope i I like Gurley as a person too and i mean him signing that big deal i mean who knows what'll happen maybe maybe he's satisfied now maybe he won't want to work hard anymore but speaking of Gurley, just to lighten the mood a little bit here uh we got a nice little clip from todd Gurley from this past week when asked about owning a cat So yeah, there you have it. I mean, <laughs> he goes, "I shit in my house too." <laughs> That's gotta be the best it quick is. answer you could ever. Great, you could ever say. Great point. Who who asked that? Was that it, Barstool? It's PFT, PFT from Barstool yeah. from 
pardon my take, I, which blows my mind how, <laughs> how one, they got into media press day. Two, after they get done talking to Rams, they had the chance to talk to Gronk and made a nice little joke with Gronk, too, and then gets tossed out of media day and banned from <laughs> banned from that arena for the next, like, few years. So. Speaking of Gronk, too, he just sounded dumb. Done. Like, <laughs> dumb and just – because, I mean – Obviously, like we said, football takes a toll mm-hmm. on your head, and I think that CTE is kind of kicking in here. I don't, which is I don't sad. think that guy had many brain cells. To That's begin true. With. That's so, true. No, the man's been beat up his yeah. whole career. I think you're right. I think after this game, regardless of the outcome, he's done. He's already said he doesn't want to catch a pass from a quarterback not named Tom Brady. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's got to be soon. And they've already talked about like WWE wants him to come join. If you're him, why wouldn't you? We'll be we'll be seeing him uh, doing suplexes yeah. <laughs> on Monday nights in about two or three years here. Yeah. <laughs> it's but no, it, it's good. So kind of the last thing we had here, we brought in a special guest picker for this game for the Super Bowl. So Samantha, yeah, my girlfriend. So she. What's your What's yeah. your prediction for the game? But real quick background here, she is I want to say ninety one and four on picks this year. <laughs> And 8-0 in the last eight Super Bowls, so we'll turn it over. Same what you got, final score. Final score? Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be... Hmm. We'll go uh, 28-20. Who? Patriots. Oh, I love who's, it. Who's, the, who's your X factor? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> uh, but definitely Tom Brady. He's the GOAT. Oh, you just love Jake to hear just that. Told you, that. you just love to hear that. <laughs> Sam, she knows what's on. So, I mean, Brady will be there. Brady will win the MVP. Do you have any prop bets that catch your eye? <laughs> um, my favorite bet is about the Gatorade. I think it'll be orange or blue. Okay. It's easy money right there. Hey, Tom Brady MVP. Samantha, what do you think about Tony Romo announcing the game, too? Sounds great. Love that. <laughs> All right, she seems very interested. So Speaking of that, oh, yes. we are lucky. Yes. Romo, man, I can't wait. I'm my excited dude, to watch the game. Tony Romo, baby. But there's, I'm telling you right now, one I sold a prop, but it's Tony Romo over under. Here we go. Two and a half. How many that, times he says, here we go. Two and a half. Oh, here we go. Oh, over. Over. over and I'm yeah. excited to hear Hammer the first the over. one. <laughs> yeah. Hammer the over. I've dude, never been so excited. I saw a prop bet that it was over under seven and a half that he calls the like he predicts the play, which is yeah. I think it's pretty high. Yeah, but it's, uh, there's it's a lot of possible. leeway there with what you predict. That's the true. Because I mean, he could say some, there's sometimes where he's like, "You got to watch Gronk here. Yeah. Like ball could be going his way." Yeah, and like, like do you count that as yeah, a I don't know prediction? I don't know. That's tough. If it's anything like he says when he said the oh Brady's Brady's uh, audibling and. Here comes a motion to the right, which means a run out to the right. I mean, yeah. obviously that's a correctly predicted yeah. play, but like you said, when it's like, oh, Gronk's to the left, watch for him. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't like that bet because <laughs> I'm excited to because this could be like you know every announcer has that call yeah. that kind of defines him or that one or two calls could be Romo's time, you know, to have that call. And we've said it, we think Tony Romo is the best. Play by play, well, not play by play. Best color, color announcer yeah. in sports, which he's, is he's got to be right. Yeah, now. even and that's crazy too. This is his first year, right? Mm-hmm. First year, and he's already made that big of an impact. Just imagine, I mean, where he's gonna be five, ten years down the road too. Mm-hmm. I love it that he's he'll, doing he'll that. he might. I mean, this is some high praise. So, I mean, no one's gonna live up to the great John Madden, but that's true. But I mean. 
Romo could definitely kind of be the next in line there with, mm-hmm. you know, great commentators. So And then with college basketball, I think Bill Raftery has to be up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Send it in, Jerome. <laughs> but, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Dickie V is number one in college basketball. Yeah. Don't disrespect my man. I, I agree, I agree. But I think, I don't know, I think my personal, like, um, my personal wish wish list for a uh, for have two guys call a game is Gus Johnson and Tony Romo. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't know. I love Joe Buck too. Joe Buck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Joe Buck. Huge good. Joe yeah. Buck fan. He's just when I think of football, when I and I hear a voice, I'm thinking of Joe Buck. To be honest, like really? just because I don't know. I, he says he has a good commentating voice, and he's had a couple good calls too. Like we will see you. Ooh. Tomorrow night. I think <laughs> See, when I, that's why I think baseball. I think that. True. But then I think of the Atlanta Super Bowl on the Pace James White touchdown. He's in. Yeah. And the, the digs. Pass. Digs. <laughs> Sideline touchdown. <laughs> when I think Joe Buck, I think Thanksgiving Day football, uh-huh. honestly. Yeah. That's what I think most. Yeah. Very good. If you have a chance to read Joe Buck's autobiography great book too you gotta check it he's a funny guy he's got some great stories that like he's never talked about too fantastic book and back to Romo I think you either I think you either either love him or you hate him Mm -hmm. too because if you're a guy that likes to just watch a game with not not a lot of commentating Mm -hmm. then you probably don't like Romo but I think he gives more insight to the game than any other announcer and you got you have to give him respect for that all right You guys have had enough of hearing about the Super Bowl. You can move on to the disappointing week it was in the state of Nebraska for basketball. Very. And they wonder why Nebraska has so many alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> you you start off with devastating season-ending knee injury to yeah, Cole Just Just very unfortunate because it happened after the whistle. And you hate to see a guy who's battled back from two or three injuries already go out injured again. For like the fourth time, and it immediately shows against Wisconsin when yeah. you have Borkhart picking up more minutes, gets in foul trouble, fouls out. It's like a team that's already doesn't dip yeah, in their it bench. It was just, it was just that was the one position where it would hurt Nebraska most to lose because they're very thin at big guys. I mean, Borchart is capable, but now you got to throw the hundred and five pound Brady Hyman <laughs> from Springfield, yeah. Nebraska in there to get minutes. I think Brady Hyman just looked lost. He, like, he really he, is. He looked confused. He he did, yeah. I mean Ethan Happ That's tore him apart. Probably man. one of the best big men yeah. in the country versus a kid who <laughs> kid was playing class C basketball yeah. last year. Like no disrespect. I mean he's a great player. I I played against him too. For, but, yeah. But, but it's like that's tough for a kid. Yeah, he, you know it's big ten basketball is a freshman without much no to experience so, yeah it. this is tough i mean he's gonna have a wake-up call the rest of the year this year and i hope he makes huge strides <clears throat> this off season. but so let's no. get into the uh 10 miles conversation i no. know brooke you've been on the train where he's got to stay but after last night or not last night two nights ago and then well i mean but see, you can't. It's hard because you got to go back to the Copeland injury. I mean, my thing is leading rebounder, right? Yeah, and I mean, second leading scorer. I think it's tough. You know, I think, you know, Nebraska is not a big time basketball school, and I yeah. think Miles has done a great job with 
the transfers, the grad transfers, the the JUCO recruits, you know, finding his niche. Like he got Petaway a couple years back, transferred from Texas Tech, Palmer, Miami transfer, Copeland, a former five star. Yeah. Um, you know, he's. I thought he was starting to turn a corner, but you know, it's a it's a result driven league, so. I would think Moose uh, has to be looking elsewhere after yeah. this year. And so, and here's some stats about Tim Miles. He's 110, 105 overall at Nebraska. Not great. Um, it's 49, 69 in the Big Ten. That's 41% winning percentage. Zero postseason wins, zero players drafted, one win, and it's last 53 games played against teams with a greater than 500 conference record. So obviously not in the Big Ten, but... Um, it's, but like you said, Nebraska is not a basketball school. And at the end of the day, it, this kind of reminds me of, of Mike Riley's situation a little bit. Great guy. Like, I think he's great for the fan base, especially when, does he still tweet at halftime? He he went away from it. I think that was just something, you know, to kind of. Yeah. I kind of like that though, yeah. you know, like he's just, he's a good, solid dude. And he obviously is a player's coach. Everyone, I mean, loves him. Loves yeah, him. no. You never hear anything bad about him, yeah. but I think uh, it's a tough. Bill Moose is. I would hate to be him yeah. making that decision this year, but it's a tough business, dude. Like I ultimately think he'll be gone, but in my eyes, like I don't know who Nebraska is gonna get. That's yeah. better. Like, yeah. well, um, here's and one more quick note I want to throw in is Nebraska was a firestorm when he took over. It was that's true. It was going nowhere. Didn't have very talented players at all. I mean... He took him to the tournament. Is that his first year? Or? Uh, first or second year. I can't remember. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, you know, and Nebraska has only had two or three coaches that have ever gotten him into the tournament ever. And, mm-hmm. you know, it looked like he was going to do it for the second time this year until the Copeland injury. Yeah. So, Here's one quote that Moose gave the World Herald. He said, I want our program to be judged in another 18 to 24 months because there's no quick fixes where if we stub our toe, it's not a house of cards and everything falls to pieces. So I think he's on the same thought. We get rid of Miles. Who are we bringing in? That, that's yeah. what I'm saying. And then not only that is kids who are already on the team may mm-hmm. want out. You may get like people that are committed that go elsewhere. Yeah. So then it's like a, a rope. total rebuild for nebraska for another five years so from scratch i mean i think you know until until he hits rock bottom or has another terrible year and doesn't look promising then i think you go with someone else but i mean and the tough thing is sports is all about expectations too if you think about it i mean they were coming in coming on the year this was supposed to be the year like oh yeah there was sweet 16 talk i mean rightfully so a lot of talent across the board but I, like at the end of the day they just they're not living up to expectations which is it's is tough because i mean it, i don't know it's just tough and still with maryland purdue twice michigan at michigan at michigan state and then iowa again it's not a easy stretch no. there's a few games in there where they should beat illinois and here's here's my thing that you know, call me crazy. I mean, take this with a grain of salt. I am a Nebraska basketball fan. Um, if they can get somehow to 19 or 20 wins, I think 
you know, the committee will still have to look at them because they do have so, I mean, four or five quad one wins because yeah. they beat Creighton, Seton Hall. I mean, those aren't the best ones. Indiana on the road when they were ranked. Yep. Um, they who got else a, am I missing? They got a, they beat Clemson. Clemson I know Clemson's kind of falling apart a little bit. but At the time, though, yeah, they were at the time, yeah. ranked. Oh, man. And I mean, and they got to think, too, the Creighton with the Creighton game. I know Creighton's not, obviously, that's a different conversation. Creighton's not having a great year either. But any rivalry game and you win by 19, yeah. like, that's that's a pretty big statement. So. Did you say Oklahoma State, too? Oklahoma oh, State. Yeah. I mean, they're I know it's not, up and down, but... but you know, I mean, they beat Seton Hall by 23, who Seton Hall turned around and like a week later went out and beat Kentucky, yeah. who was a top 10 team. But then the bad part of it on the side is you lose to Rutgers. Yeah. Yeah. And you, well, Ohio State's not a bad loss, but they're still at the time they lost five in a row, which is tough. But Ohio right. State's a good squad. And it's just games that... was that, a game they lost yeah. Copeland in the first half, too, so... <clears throat> Maryland was a game that you felt like they were going to win that yeah. whole game, and then you know. Michigan State was right there, a game that could have... I mean, those are just yeah. big ones that yep. come and I feel like that was selection the, Sunday. That was the storyline last year, but, you know, with the Big Ten being as deep as it is, like, Nebraska will have opportunities. You know, they got Purdue at home, Minnesota, who will probably be ranked next week. Yep. They got Maryland, who's going to be ranked next week. So they will get their opportunities yeah. yep. to win big games. So, yep. Like you said, you can look at it from the bad side. Like, yeah, tough schedule, but they have yeah. they have it right in front of them if they want it. I think you know? this is Miles' opportunity to really put his foot down and show Moose, are like, hey, I lost my second leading scorer, and mm-hmm. we were still competitive. And on about, about 40 miles north, we have another team. Creighton Blue Jays, um, obviously not proud, <laughs> not a proud fan right now, uh, especially after last night, dollar beer night, crowds, crowds amped up and they lay an absolute egg, and, but you know, I mean it's the same story too. You lose Epperson out for the year, Damian Jefferson's been out the past, mm-hmm. I don't know, month or so, and it's it seems like it's just that's that's been the story for Creighton the past three years is you lose Maurice Watson you lose Martine last year and now you lose Damian Jefferson probably the most athletic player on on Creighton's roster and you obviously play a really athletic team last night and that's that's what happens is Creighton never has good games against athletic teams like that you know it was it was tough because I saw they were getting on the bubble talk again you know Mm -hmm. after they had hit that lull and you know, last night would have been a good win. Very, yeah. And, I mean, the Big East, you're not going to have easy nights ever. So, mm-hmm. that was the one they needed at home. Tell me what you've thought of Ballack's year so far. Fine. I'm disappointed. You, that's what I thought, too. I'm disappointed because he's not doing what he got recruited to do. He's not hitting, the th- he's not hitting his threes. I don't even know what he's shooting. He's probably shooting in the 30s percentage-wise. Low thirties, probably. Um, if you were to ask me last, if you were to tell me last year that Tyshawn Alexander would be the better uh, guy going forward between Balak and him, I would have said you were crazy because Balak had a great freshman year, but it's probably because he was in Kyrie and Marcus Foster's shadow. I mean, he could 
sit back. Obviously, not the best guys guarding him. So he kind of thrived in that situation. But now he's 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 one of their go-to guys, and he's not he's not lived up to those expectations. And that's I think Creighton's <clears throat> biggest problem is that last year they had Kyrie and Marcus Foster and. You know, those were, the, like, the go-to guys. And, I mean, Tyshawn has stepped up for the most part. Mm-hmm. And I think I think if you're Creighton, the biggest bright spot this year has got to be Zagorowski. Zagorowski, correct. That kid is tough. I, I, told my, I told my dad, I said, Marcus Zagorowski will be the greatest point guard to ever play at Creighton. Oh, I believe Because it. he, I mean, obviously, he, he wasn't recruited to shoot well either. I mean, he's... Yeah. He's a big East yeah, in three-point yeah. percentage. And... I mean, he he's a natural point guard. He makes great passes. He does not turn the ball over a lot. I mean, he turns the ball over a little bit, but and it's just he's very, it's a very bright spot. True freshman. That's what people forget about Creighton too. Is they're so young. Oh, they yeah. only lose Caleb Joseph and Cashaw. Cashaw didn't even play much last night. But I don't know, man. It's. <laughs> Here's Balak in averaging 21.4 minutes last year, put up 7.3 points a game, up to 31.8 minutes a game this year, only at 10.9. You expected him to be... <laughs> What's he shooting, does it say? He's shooting a lot better than we thought. What he's shooting it? 46% from three. Really? Yeah. He's, wow. What? Uh, really? Yeah, that's well, what I'm know, shocked. He, he's streaky. That's he true. Went, yeah. He went seven for 10 against Nebraska. Yeah. yeah. On the year, he's 61 for 133. Which is up. Okay. Last year he was at about thirty two percent, thirty three percent. So mm-hmm. he's only gotten. I mean, I know it's not necessarily his game. He's gotten a line thirty times. Okay. It's just you. I don't know. You expect him to just. Sorry, Mitch. I didn't take mean over to disrespect you like that, but I thought it was <laughs> worse still, than that. Yeah, but got time to grow. But. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I mean, we we probably fell victim a little bit to the hype around him, you know, mm-hmm. what he did last year. He had a year. good freshman year. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, he's still growing. For sure. And like you said, with Epperson coming back, Nick, you're going to have most of the same team because it's Mintz a junior. Mintz yeah. is a junior. So, but defensively, he's hard to replace. I mean, he, I don't think he had, a, he didn't have a great game last night. Don't um, want Mintz? Yeah. Okay. And, but, and when he guarded Marcus Howard, I think. I think Marcus Howard drops fifty on anybody who's yeah, guarding yeah. in that game. I mean, you look at that game; Mintz yeah. was all over yeah, him. Marcus he was Howard hitting him tough yeah. shots. That's, that's just that's just nothing you can that's do. That's tough there. luck. It wasn't like he had wide open looks all night. Mm-hmm. You know, he was hitting contested. I like Bishop too. Yeah, when Bishop comes in, he's a bright spot. I don't know. I like seeing him on the court half the time yeah. more than I like seeing Crumple. Honestly. I would agree. I would. 100% agree. And at this point, if you hit the point in this year where you know you're not making the tourney, you got to look to get, get Bishop more minutes and anyone that you think is going to have to play an impact. <clears throat> to be honest, if you were to ask me, and this might sound crazy, if you were to ask me would I rather see Creighton in the NIT or the NCAA tournament, I would straight up say NIT because they will get more opportunities yeah. to play. Because if you go in – to an NCAA tournament game and you you play if you're say, you're a first say round exit yeah say you're 11 seed you play a a six seed you're you're gonna lose probably and that kills your confidence if if Creighton gets in the NIT and they have a home game maybe another home game you that's good confidence for these young guys going forward especially big time but that's what about what you have there UNO 
Still grinding. I was going to give, was yeah. give a shout out. You know, they're, I think, second or third place in the yeah. summit. I think South Dakota State with Mike Dom is no one's touching them this year. But if somehow they lose in the tournament, yeah. get upset. Yeah. I think Omaha's the next in line to squeak in the tournament yeah. there. For Papillion's, the Papillion's finest, Io, um, he's having a pretty good year. I mean, I, you love to see that. And we were talking about that earlier this week about Omaha Hansen's getting kids from mm-hmm. Nebraska to come yeah. play from. And I know, like, you bringing guys like Han, Io and stuff, those are, I think, great finds to keep them at UNO. But ones where he's, like, Honestly, outstretched. Getting Thurman to come there for... I know he left, but... I think Hanson going forward has got to grab all the talented Omaha players as he yeah. can. Mm-hmm. As Central, that John Tonje, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Yeah. You know, he's... It's something Especially, serious yeah. there, so... Especially because those Omaha high school basketball players, it's a brotherhood, too. Yeah. And you... you get the pipeline with the Omaha high school basketball yeah. players, the word's going to spread, like, Hanson's the man, like, he's he's the best or whatever. So, like, maybe they'll start thinking about, let's let's take a look at UNO, you know? I mean, because all it takes is a few good recruits to turn UNO into a, a decent, like... They've, exactly. they've only been D1 for, yeah. like, six, seven years now, I want to mm-hmm. say. So, yeah. well, to be look, where they're at, they had... Hollins and Thurman, mm-hmm. you know, and they almost they were thirty seconds away from going to the tournament Turn, their yeah. first year they were eligible. Yep. You know, and I think I mean, was that that was a good was team. That was, Hollins that missed the three. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good team. Yeah. Marcus Ties. Marcus Ties. Yeah. Team. Playing overseas Trace now. Shout that. out Marcus. Yeah. They were playing that was South Dakota State, right? Yeah. Because yeah. Dom, Dom was like, having yeah. Just a hell if you don't know game. who Mike Dom is, that guy's <laughs> going to be playing in the NBA someday. Oh, sure. So, But that's about all we got today. Um, for the future, we will be in Des Moines, first round of the NCAA tournament this yeah. year. So be looking out for that when the time rolls around. We're excited for that. Mm-hmm. We'll hopefully we get a good group of teams good, there. Yeah, we get a, we get a Maybe good Maybe a surprise little video coming there. Who knows? Yeah. We'll have a couple of new guys on the podcast with us during that stretch, too. So, exciting, lots to look forward to there. Yep. But enjoy this weekend. Have fun. Be safe. Super Bowl Sunday is a sacred day And mm-hmm. Sit on your couch. Enjoy the four hours of quality, quality sports entertainment. If, you find, if you're a Patriots fan, Rams fan, take the next day off for celebration or sadness, <laughs> whatever it may be, <laughs> and enjoy the time and stuff. But last thing I want to leave you with, okay? Your go-to game day food on Super Bowl Sunday. Let's hear it. Wings. Ooh. Yeah, I'd say wings. And a very underrated is buffalo chicken dip. Yep. That's one of my favorites, personal yep. favorites. I'm I'm going to go with the bacon wrap Little Smokies. Yes. Bacon wrap Little Smokies. I would agree. For the win. Patriots win, Patriots lose, doesn't matter. If you know. I'm eating bacon wrap Little you Smokies. Yep. So, oh, boy. What's your favorite, bro? Oh, uh, my, like, side dish are we going? Oh, say wings? I said wings, wings. originally. Yeah, what's your oh, favorite man. side? I would say the queso or queso, yeah. whatever, you know, cheese dip yeah. we got going. You got to mix in a Bud Light, too, you know. Oh, got to. <laughs> I don't know what that is, man. I'm 20. <laughs> Sam, go-to food? Super Bowl Sunday? Well, Colin says buffalo chicken dip's underrated. I think everyone loves buffalo chicken dip. <laughs> oh. so it's definitely not Jeez. underrated. Shots. Crucify me, please. <laughs> what's your go-to, then? Buffalo chicken dip? 
Yeah, and my dad makes teriyaki wings and hot wings. Those Ooh. are real good. I may be at Samantha's house Sunday, so <laughs> we'll see. That's all we got today, folks. Like we said, Super Bowl Sunday. Gonna enjoy it. Go out, watch the baddest mother. You know the Finish rest it. on the planet. <laughs> Go out, do his thing on Sunday. If they lose, you might not hear from me for the next month, but <laughs> that's all we got today. Take it from us. Later.